Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Melissa Mason. And I'm Laura Brodnick. Hello. Hello. Happy Monday. Happy I hate people Monday. say that because I'm like, what's happy about it? No, it is fun because you get to go to the office and have like a coffee. I only like work towards that at the beginning of the day and yes. everything else that happens after that, the podcast, whatever, it's just gravy. Anything <laughs> after your mocha. We were talking the other day about how Laura's <laughs> obsessed with mochas and I'm like, that is so like it's a 2010. Drink. I know. <laughs> I know. It's so embarrassing because having like a coffee addiction is kind of semi-cool. It makes me think that you have a really exciting, fun lifestyle. But all of that goes out the window when people find out that it's a mocker. It makes you look like a child. I love it. Own your truth. Live your truth. (laughs) Well, look, today everyone's talking about boobs, uh, specifically Florence Pugh's. Even Florence Pugh is talking about her boobs. But of course, it is a lot more complex than that. And we'll dive into that later in the episode. But for now, the entertainment news headlines of today. I have news. What's the hot gas? I want more headlines. So some happy news to kick off today's show, and that's Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons have confirmed that they secretly married in Jamaica last weekend. So the couple, I'm sure everyone knows who they are. I mean, Jesse from Friday Night Lights mm-hmm. and lots of other things. Kirsten from every important movie from our childhood, Bring It On, all the, <laughs> yep. all the movies. So they began dating in 2016 after meeting on the set of season two of the TV series Fargo, in which they played a married couple. And they now have two sons together. So Ennis Howard is fourth. It's the cutest name ever. Oh, so cute. And their 14-month-old son, James Robert. And this year they were in the headlines a lot because they both received their first Oscar nominations in the Best Supporting Actor and Actress categories after appearing together in Jane Campion's award-winning film, The Power of the Dog, where they also played a married couple. Very cute for them. <laughs> Very typecast right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Kirsten has previously said that they've been calling each other husband and wife for years because they've been engaged for so long, but said, we have to get married at this point. It's ridiculous. We haven't even planned wedding. This is before they sprung the Jamaica wedding on us. But she said, I didn't want to be pregnant, get married, have a party and not be able to have fun with everyone, which is fair enough. So they have said they're not going to be releasing any more details or any photos, which I think is very selfish, but still congratulations <laughs> to them. I just want to see her dress. I just Me want to see a kissing too. photo, not in a creepy way. I'm just very happy for them and congratulations. My favourite story over the weekend has to be this Doja Cat, Stranger Things chaos. I mean, who knew we'd be talking about Doja Cat and Stranger Things together? Not me. There is so much going on, Laura. I'm just going to recap it real quick. So Doja Cat, she's a major rap artist. If you didn't know her by name, you would definitely know her song. 
Anyway, so she's hot for Joseph Quinn, who is the actor who plays Eddie in Stranger Things, right? You know him, leader of the Hellfire Club, he of the excellent wavy hair. Look, join the rest of us, honey. I think everybody has a crush on Joseph Quinn after watching that season of Stranger Things. But look, she pulled my personal favourite move for when you're lusting after someone but you don't know them at all. You hit up your very, very distant acquaintance to hook you up. So that acquaintance was 17-year-old Noah Schnapp, who plays Will in the series. And all of this wouldn't even make the news, except for the fact that Noah, in classic teen style, put the whole exchange up on TikTok, dying. Look, it's super tame. Even though Doja Cat is 26 and Noah's 17, like, I think it's fine. Oh, yeah, because she wasn't hitting on him. She was going after Joseph, who's older. Exactly. Joseph's 29. He's totally in age range acceptability. And acceptability, that's not a word. (laughs) Sure, let's let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. And the exchange with Noah is like, Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? Wait, does he have a girlfriend? Classy queen, (laughs) checking that he doesn't have a girlfriend. And then Noah's like, LMAO, DM him and gives her Joseph's Instagram handle. That's literally it. So Doja Cat didn't love this going viral, as I wouldn't either. She's pretty self-aware, though. She says to everybody, look, I don't want everyone to hate on Noah here. Like, he's a teenager. Teens do dumb stuff all the time. She's basically like, don't hate on him. But just from my point of view, she actually calls it borderline snake shit, which is (laughs) such an incredible phrase. Noah then took down the video, but he hasn't actually commented on anything, whether he talked to her privately or not, we don't know. But most importantly is that we have not heard from Joseph Quinn. And honestly, Laura, I really ship this couple after all of that she's been through. Joseph, go out with Doja Cat, please, if you are available. (laughs) Yeah, part of me hopes they are secretly DMing and they started off by talking about what a jerk he was for leaking the, (laughs) like, can you believe that kid messed us up anyway when he's in LA next? I don't know. I feel like the kids today will just do anything for a good TikTok. but mm-hmm. And also, I don't think it would have been picked up as much as it was. I mean, I think it always would have made headlines, but I think yeah. because we're all lusting over, not me, I wasn't really into oh, Eddie. That's what? a whole situation. <gasps> oh, a bit of a Laura. useless character. Oh, um, my god. Yeah, goodness. I wasn't into it. But the actor seems lovely, and he's <laughs> been, like, very funny on the publicity <laughs> yes. trails. And that's how all celebrities meet. Yes. Yes, I mean, exactly. look at, like, um, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Like, mm. they were, like, sliding into other people's DMs and got set up. And also Nick Jonas and Priyanka, that's how they got set up. I feel like this is what Hollywood people do now. It's only backfired for Doja Cat because she involved a 17-year-old. I know. I mean, the lesson here is do not involve a teenager to help you out with, like, a hookup because they cannot be trusted. They cannot. snake shit all the way. So today, everyone is talking about Florence Pugh's breasts, or more specifically, her nipples. Now, normally, that would be a great day. That'd be a fun (laughs) day for all involved. You know, she's into it, we were into it, but because it's the internet, things have turned ugly. So what happened is that over the weekend, the actress attended Valentino's Fall Winter 2022 Couture Runway Show, which I just feel like every celebrity was there, all in the same shade of pink. It was like a mini Met Gala moment. Yes, and the shoes, those Valentino platforms were everywhere. The Barbie core look. So Mm -hmm. that could have been a fun thing for us all to chat about. But as everything else in the world, it's been ruined by a few comments by men. I sound like an angry man hater today, but I'm into it. (laughs) So what happened was Florence was there with all the other celebs and she was wearing this incredible pink gown Mm. with a full chul skirt. We'll share some of the pictures over to our The Spill Instagram page. We can all look at how gorgeous she looks together. And the top part of the dress, though, and this is where the issue started, is completely sheer. And you can clearly see her breasts, her nipples. It's Mm. all out there to see. And so she posted a picture to her own Instagram showing off the dress and the caption is technically they're covered question mark which is real (laughs) cute and funny because they're not covered at all but we get it Florence hilarious and then today things have taken a turn because she's posted a follow-up statement on her Instagram account with even more photos of her in the dress and she said 
I knew when I wore that incredible Valentino dress that there was no way there wouldn't be commentary on it. Whether it be negative or positive, we all knew what we were doing. But I was excited to wear it. Not a wink of me was nervous. I wasn't before, during, or even now after. But what's been interesting to watch and witness is just how easy it is for men to totally destroy a woman's body, publicly, proudly, for everyone to see. You even did it with your job titles and work emails in your bio. So this is interesting because I hadn't seen, like I said, a bit of backlash, but not the amount that she's saying in here, which is like thousands of comments. Because I did look through all the comments under the dress and there's a couple. So whether she or her team have deleted them or what I probably think has happened is that they're coming to her, like they're DMing her and there's just so many of them that she's seeing it. And it's always people with just like normal jobs, photos of them holding their kids. Isn't it wild? Just imagine just being like that level of, I guess, not self-aware to just be like, I'm just going to DM this random woman about her boobs when I've got like, here's my wife and my child in my profile picture and here's all my job details in my bio. But I'm just going to say this awful stuff to this woman I don't even know. Exactly. And I guess people are thinking like, she's a celebrity, she won't see them, but she saw all of them, Mm. it looks like. And then she went on to say, it's not the first time and it's... It certainly won't be the last time a woman will hear what's wrong with her body by a crowd of strangers. But what's worrying is just how vulgar some of these men can be. Thankfully, I've come to terms with the intricacies of my body that makes me me. I'm happy with all of the flaws that I couldn't bear to look at when I was 14. So many of you wanted to aggressively let me know how disappointed you were by my tiny tits or how I should be embarrassed by being so flat chested. I've lived in my body for a long time and I'm fully aware of my breast size and I'm not scared of it. And then she went on to just talk about the household that she grew up in and where mm. bodies were celebrated. And then she basically said, grow up, respect people, respect bodies, respect all women, respect humans. Life will get a whole lot easier, I promise. And all because of two cute little nipples. And they are very They're cute. They're very cute, yeah. She has very cute little nipples. They're much smaller than mine, I have to say. <laughs> Mine would not look as cute in that top. But I think that's part of the point here, right, is like when I first sort of saw this whole message around it being really like brave for her to do this topless dress, I was a bit like, okay, but you are a stunning woman. You're in your like, what is she, 20s, 30s? Yeah. So it's like you're in the period where your boobs are as perky as they're going to be, you know, (laughs) coming from me, a 36-year-old woman, they only get lower, you know. And so I was like, there's a difference between, say, Florence Pugh doing this and then somebody like a plus size woman or someone like Helen Mirren doing this would be groundbreaking, you know, Lizzo doing this groundbreaking. But like when it's Florence Pugh, I was a bit like, okay, but you are fitting very much into the socially accepted body type for women in Hollywood. That being said, I did see one person say, I know it sounds weird, but seeing you with your boobs that look a lot like mine has made me feel really great about my body. And I thought that is really nice because boobs are a weird thing. I think we spend a lot of time looking at our own. We spend a lot of time looking at ones on screen. And for a long time, the ones that we would see on screen were like these inverted commas perfect, Mm. obviously, because what is a perfect boob? Breasts that didn't look like our own necessarily. And so I do think there is, I guess, something brave about it and something that is at least in a small part, helpful to other women here, you know? It's strange because as she's saying, they are just two cute little nipples, but there's so many layers here. So my first thought was like, even the pictures remain on Instagram because normally Instagram is very notorious for deleting people's accounts and that sort of thing if they show nipples, whereas obviously men can show pretty much whatever they want. Mm. So part of me was like, it's really good that she's got the power to like have these photos up. And also that's a privilege just given to someone like Florence Pugh. And I thought it was really interesting that she was almost like taking a stand against the hypocrisy of it, both on 
social platforms like Instagram where nipples get removed, mm. but also just like the flurry of interest around her wearing that dress. Whereas like Timothy Chalamet just went completely bare chested yeah. to the Oscars. Remember that? I feel like too much happened to the Oscars that got overshadowed, but yeah. he just like had his chest out the whole time. And everyone yeah. was like, Timothy is groundbreaking. He's a really amazing actor. No one was saying he was trashy for going to like a very fancy event without a shirt. Yes. Whereas Florence Pugh, a few people were like, well, she should have known better. Like it's a bit mm. disrespectful, even though it's a Valentino dress she's wearing. So I feel like yes. they were super across. And I also thought it was interesting that she owned it and said like, we knew exactly what we were doing. Yeah, I liked that. Whereas I hate sometimes when these things happen, the actress, oh, I didn't even think about that. I, like, I didn't think anyone would be <laughs> looking at me. It's like, of course, like for better or worse, you know that nipples are foreboding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're yes. not supposed to like have them out and about and stuff. So I think she knew what she was doing. But yeah, I know what you were saying about the fact that she fits into an ideal body type because mm. I was so on her side until we got to the part about flaws. And I'm not saying that she can't have flaws yeah. about her body. And I know especially in this industry that she's in, she would just be having her body ripped apart all the time. But it gave me a little bit of Amrenikowski vibes of her saying that she wears certain like provocative, beautiful clothing or poses in a certain way mm. to kind of buck the system and empower herself. Mm. Whereas like it's not an empowering thing if you are the ideal of beauty and then you're posing for images where you look amazing. Yeah. So that's anything. I was like, don't put empowering around it. Like having your nipples out, yes, empowering, but let's not get into the other side of it because I think what she's saying there is already interesting and groundbreaking enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I can already feel the haters coming for me, but you no, know what I mean. No, I know what you mean. Like I guess what I think is it's like what is empowering, right? Because there's like I think when you say it's blanket empowering for all women, you have to be very careful mm. because it's like there are only very particular scenarios where that would be empowering for all women. Like I said, if Helen Mirren's out here, yeah. like what, what's she Or like you're saying, 70s? a plus-size woman, that would have yeah. been a completely different thing. Like even a few times when Lizzo's gone on stage or to award shows in very sheer where you can completely see her body, which she's done a few times, there's been a backlash. And not even just because she's a plus-size woman. Like she even like gave this interview once where she said like people like my music because it's very sanitized and like they can play it in the car with their kids sometimes or they play mm. it at like school dances or in shopping centers and they can deal with that because they don't have to see me. But when they actually see me Mm. and my body as like a plus size black woman in a sheer outfit it's all of a sudden confronting and against their values and stuff so I think in that case it would be more empowering empowering. yeah because I think that moves us forward I think as a society when somebody owns their body and their body is the type of body that has not been socially accepted for you know generations and is going you know what nah f that I'm moving this conversation forward. I don't care if everyone hates me for it. But I do think there's like an element of empowering here. It kind of becomes up to the individual, right? Like I said, like the person who has the same type of boobs as Florence seeing her get her Mm. boobs out. I think that can be empowering for them. So there's probably like a pocket of women who are like, oh, this is actually really helping me to love my body and love my smaller boobs as well. But yeah, 100% with you on this. And I think she does allude in this post that she's put on Instagram to the fact that she's always been very insecure about her boobs. sure for her like it would have taken a lot of kind of inner strength to get out there and even the fact that you can see I mean I know we're really talking about her nipples now but she wanted (laughs) us to in a great way that they're like a brown colour and it made me think of like how for decades in like magazines or in movies they always had to be doctored to be a very specific light shade of pink that like Mm. not every woman's nipples are which is why what you're saying is like we grew up not seeing anyone's boobs except our own and these like doctored images in media and stuff so in a way I think that's super empowering but I just think the dress was amazing and she was amazing for wearing it. And then it could have just been a fun 
conversation about her boobs and like how great she looked. Yeah. And then it's become this toxic mess of like a debate around her because of all these horrible messages that it looks like she received. Yeah. Trolls ruined the party again. And speaking of internet trolls, I think that's the other thing that's really lurking behind the scenes here because there's been a lot of very vicious and toxic rumors about Florence Pugh swirling around to do with her latest movie, Don't Worry Darling. Mm. And they're really toxic towards her. Like, so we don't know if any of this is true, but this is what's being put out there and what people are talking about. I mean, there's so many TikToks about it. Like, anytime her name's in the headlines, if you go into the comments section, this is there. Mm. Dumois reporting on it. Like, other publications are starting to report on it. So it's becoming a big thing. And the story is that when she went to work on Don't Worry Darling with Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde, she and Olivia had a really difficult relationship because right. apparently she and Harry were either getting close or they were romantically involved. Right. And then Olivia had hired, this is the rumor, not, I'm not saying yeah. this is true. And <laughs> Olivia <laughs> had hired Harry specifically because she was like obsessed with him and wanted to get to know him, even though she yeah. was still with Jason Sudeikis at the time. And then on the set, when Olivia saw allegedly Florence and Harry, because it's such an intimate thing and Olivia has a sex scene and it's all a whole thing, that she started being really abusive towards Florence and there was a whole altercation on the movie set oh. and they haven't spoken since. Now that rumor is circulating at the same time. All these other headlines are happening around Florence. So I think people are very primed to, to hate, hate on her, to hate at, on the her at the moment or be more obsessive about her life or what she's doing. Because now, especially that there's so much interest around Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde being together, this idea that she's like either the victim of something they did to her or she caused an altercation between them. Like it's mm. a- absolutely wild and like potentially none of this actually happened. But I think there's so much fuel behind that rumor now that there's more of a lens on Florence Pugh's behavior at the moment and yeah. people are more primed to hate her, which is awful. So I feel like almost her coming out with such a big statement around this, I think a little bit of that is pushing back against these rumors, but she can't actually talk about the rumors because then she'll push them more into the public space. So I wonder if that is also coming from this place. Mm. But we'll put the pictures up on our Instagram page because they are gorgeous and let us know what you think. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick and Gia Moylan with audio production by Rhiannon Mooney. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au and on The Spill Instagram page. Bye. Bye.